This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Holy schnitz. Time now for the sporting highlight of the week. Thanks to schnitz, home of fresh, golden, handcrafted schnitzels. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. What was your holy schnitz? When did you yell holy schnitz this week, Smithy? I screamed. I actually screamed holy <laughs> schnitz, Kempe, when I when I seen the final scoreline of the Tigers-Cowboys game. Oh, wow. Now, I thought they're going down to Sydney, leading into origin. You know, all these players are going to be up for it. Um, you know, looking to get their season sort of back on track, you know, mm. um, for the Cowboys, of course. Tip the Cowboys. Um, but then I, I looked at it and I seen 66, right? Mm. I didn't see who whose team that was attached to. Mm. I just seen 66 and I went, wow, big win. <laughs> big win for the, for the team on the road. Mm. But no, it was the West Tigers. And so I just screamed, holy schnitz in my lounge room. And, the, and the entire, the, my entire family ran out. Went, What's happened? <laughs> so have a look at this. 66. 66-18. Oh, no. And it was just, and it was an onslaught, wasn't it? Oh, From the my. very beginning. It's From the, the opening, opening 10 minutes right up until the final siren, it was just West Tigers the whole way. It was the best West Tigers performance I've seen since probably 2005. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. That were good. Uh, Very good. What's yours, mate? Mate, on the weekend, I yelled it twice in one match. Twice in the up one match. Three okay. times, actually. Wow. At halftime, okay. between the Dragons and the Roosters, I was yes. yelling, holy schnitz, like, what is doing at the Roosters? Yes. And then at the end of the game, when Tedesco ripped that ball out of Sully's hands and scored the alleged, reportedly, match winner, I yelled, <laughs> holy schnitz, he's done it again. And then when they had the game in the bag, Benny Hunt goes down a short side, I'm pretty sure. Yes, he did. They, they do it. I think they do a little chip or something, knock it yep. back, gets yep. into Sloan's hands. He puts it on a dime just over Paolo's head. Yep. And I'm like, you know those uh, announcers for soccer that are like, goal! Yes. I, I was already yelling, ho! Until he scored. <laughs> holy schnitz when he scores. So that was my holy schnitz oh, moment of the week. Ten seconds. Oh, my God. That's all they had, ten seconds. Oh, it's far out. Tom. Tom? Are you okay? Nothing? He's given us nothing. No, he's given us nothing. He doesn't He doesn't want a bar of it. He's had enough. He's sick of this. I'll tell you what, though. What about the hands to pick up oh, the mate. ball like off the ankles? It, it, it was it wasn't the greatest of bounces. Like yeah. the ball was in space, but it, it was wasn't a great bounce. But the pickup, unbelievable. Enough but then, what about I was I was like I tell you what I nearly I nearly screamed holy schnitz again too. <laughs> bring it bring it further around the post, bring it right around the post. Yeah, he did put it down a bit early, didn't he? There was he? no one there, and then because Lomax he had to line it up. That's a that's a well you know you want you want your NRL goal kickers nailing those, but geez. Pressure though, like he would have had the wobbly knees there for a little bit. Oh, I reckon. Oh mate, like what if I slip over? What if oh. I shank it? Oh, oh. Mate. and he just—he's had, he's had the yips. 
Yeah, he's exactly. His kicking hasn't been the best this year. And he, oh. this was after he'd just been brought back into the side. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So, um, look, incredible win for the Dragons after everything they've been through all week. Uh, and, yeah, the Roosters, it's uh, a lot of soul searching going on, I think. A lot of, mm. a lot of what's Adam doing. Um, yes. Anyway, we, uh, we've we got some text here. Got some text yes. here. What have you got, mate? Hi, boys. What have we got here today? It would be interesting to know how many people from the other states go to Origin Games and how many travel from Queensland and New South Wales. Mm. Yeah, that'd be – I mean, you'd want – I guess it's a mixture of trying to grow the game but also the tourism effect – the governments they'd want people coming in from other states, I'd assume. Yeah, that's right, and that's why they that's why they buy the games from the NRL. Mm. Is that so? They have that, you know, they build that that um, income of of you know funds or finance coming into the city to get tourists coming in because they they find that you know, there's all the studies and all this sort of stuff around it that you know people come in before the game, they get there maybe a day or two before the game, spend a couple of days sightseeing, doing whatever. Watch the game and maybe stay for a day after, and then head home. So they're actually there's a, there's a residual effect of having the game there. It's not just turning up the day of, going to the game, watching the game, and then leaving the city. It's mm. they, they tend to make a bit of a trip of it. So having having experienced those games in the neutral venues, they are dominated by you know I guess local people that live in in that state or in that particular city, but there are portions of people that travel from Queensland and New South Wales to go there to support their team. Mm. Another question here. Hello to the greatest rugby league player of all time and Smitty. Yes. Hello. <laughs> thoughts, <laughs> thoughts on Campbell Graham, not playing origin over, but listed as a starting center this week, Morgan. Um, yeah, it's a strange one because he was, he was named as an extended player on their, on their, was he named 18th originally? I think he might have been. Yeah, uh, named 18. Yeah, I think he was named 18th to start, and then he withdrew with that sternum complaint. But now he's been named by the Rabbitohs. Um, yeah, not sure. I'm, I'm not exactly sure what's going on there. Because I, I do know the ruling, Kempi, is that if you are 18th man um, and you continue, you know, sort of past some whatever point it is, I guess when the teams, NRL teams need to be named, uh, you can't then be released from State of Origin camp. Mm. You are effectively part of the team. And so you have to stay in camp with with um, with the with the side that you're chosen for. And then you're part of you know the, the side that takes the field. You'll sit on the sideline waiting for if you are activated with, with the two HIA protocol stuff. So um, yeah, maybe don't know. Maybe there was a late change there and they, they were thinking, you know, they may not use him. And South got wind of that and said, oh, look, well, can you release him early um, and let him play this weekend? He's important to our season. Well, um, well South, actually, sure. South actually come out and said, we did not withdraw him from Blues camp. Oh, that, well, there you go. Um, okay. So my, my understanding is that he rocked up. He's been managing his training load. Yep. I guess he, I, I'd assume he told them I'm managing my load and they've said, we need you to be training from day one. And that must yeah. have been, I guess, why they pulled the trigger and brought Critter in. Um, anyway, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we've got plenty to talk about, including previewing a bit of rugby league.